Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation. What's up, everyone? Welcome to popculture.com's group chat, where we come to talk about all the reality TV news that we care about and you really need to know. I'm one of your hosts, Anna Rumor. And I'm Jameson Brown. And I'm Victoria Magotomy. We've got a show for you this week. In case you were wondering why you tuned into this podcast, there's some stuff <laughs> happening. We're going to break it down. Uh, we are going to start off the show talking about WAP and why everyone's mad at Kylie Jenner. Spoiler alert, I'm kind of mad at Kylie Jenner too, so we'll talk about that. Uh, Simon Cowell broke his back in like four Ooh. places on a bike. That's Dude. bad. So uh, yeah. there's some stuff going on with his role in America's Got Talent and uh, you know, obviously wishing him a, a good recovery there. Uh, teen mom babies are on the rise. I guess that's you know the whole premise of the show, so there's more <laughs> to come there. And then uh, we're going to break down the second or third episode of big brother which uh, they have their first eviction tonight so uh we'll get you a little prime for there so let's start off with what everyone has been talking about uh it's the new single from cardi b and megan the stallion wop it's their new song it's amazing they put it out with a video that is instantly iconic i mean it it's them they look amazing there's like tigers and stuff in the background. Uh, they're doing all sorts of dance moves. Normani is there. And anytime Normani is there, my heart is there. But the real controversy came, of course, when Kylie Jenner made a brief cameo in the video. Uh, in the video, Normani does a whole dance move, dance routine. She looks amazing. She sounds amazing, you know, like everything that she ever does. Uh, and then Kylie Jenner walks down a hallway and opens a door. Uh, people are pissed and they started a petition to remove her from the music video because yeah it's a joke no they are not what yes so at first I was like we've got a lot of other petitions to sign right now people this seems like maybe a, a lesser priority but then I actually dug into what people were saying and it does make sense um a lot of writers were saying that this is a song um, celebrating like black women's sexual agency and to bring in Kylie Jenner, who has been accused of really problematic race, like race related behavior. Like people accuse her of black fishing and race baiting by being like, oh, like tanning herself so much and, and you know, kind of engaging in, in cultural appropriation in that way. Um, so they're like for her to be involved in this, this video that is, such a celebration of black women is kind of a slap in the face. Uh, writer Danielle R Young tweeted, Normani did all this and Kylie walked down the hall and opened a door. If that's not the perfect visual indication of black women having to do the most and white women to do the bare minimum to get somewhere, I don't know what it is. So Party B addressed that on Twitter. Uh, she wrote, not everything is about race. Why did I put Kylie in my music video? She treated my sister and daughter so lovely at her kids' B-Day party and then deleted it because everyone got mad at that too. So <laughs> there's a lot going on here. What I'm most interested in is kind of the shift away from the Kardashians that, that Gen Z appears 
appears to be having because a lot of this criticism was coming from the younger generation. I know millennials and Gen X have been really obsessed with the Kardashians pretty much their whole reign. But the more I look at what Gen Z has to say about them and how disinterested Gen Z is in in the Kardashians, I'm wondering if they're on their way out because the younger generation doesn't seem to care about them at all and actually actively wants them out of the picture. Well, okay. <laughs> I feel like I have, I have okay. Where, where do I begin? Let's start where at the very begin? beginning. Yes. Yeah, let me start at the beginning. Okay. So when we had talked about this briefly, you know, before we were going to come on this episode, like I, so I had watched WAP when it first came out because I was interested. I heard the beat that Cardi dropped on her Instagram account. I was like, dang girl. And I'm a Cardi B fan. So I, I mean, I was Are all, about all? It. <laughs> I, I, dude, I, I actually, ugh, I love her anyways. I will say, now I did not know at first listen and at first glance that this was celebrating black women. So let that, let me preface that first. I thought it was a little aggressive. This, I feel like I'm a mom and I'm not even, I'm a mom to two cats. Okay. Let's also just preface that as well. Um, I feel as if it was a very sexual video and it was very like a gr- like it was almost too much. I was like, I don't know how I would feel if I were a mom having my children like watch a video like this. However, that that- kids, <laughs> why would you mean- show your child this video? <laughs> I mean, like, like <laughs> I- up to the parents, come on. Well, but kids, I mean, having cell phones and stuff these days, I'm sorry, my, I didn't put my cats up and my cat is trying to join our podcast today. Um, Let them I- join. <laughs> I know. Here we are. The moment that we never wanted to happen is the cats coming on the podcast. Um, I thought it was a little, it was aggressive for my taste, but again, that was before I knew what this was about. Now the whole, if I think about it as in like, okay, out of everything that anyone could get mad at Kylie Jenner being in it, like I'm kind of over the Kardashians being in everything and them setting like unrealistic standards. Like I'm just, I'm over it because I feel like women these days create so much insecurity because they're like, well, I'm not going to have a waist like Kim Kardashian. I'm not going to have my skin look like Kylie Jenner's. I'm not, you know what I mean? Like there's just unrealistic expectations. So I can see people being just like over the Kardashians. Um, I mean, I will say my guilty pleasure is their show. I do like it. I do watch (laughs) it. But at the same time, you know, I can see why people are over it because even sometimes like I look like I had found a picture of Kylie Jenner's, um, uh, she had posted with her friend, And I was just like, I'm so over these like overly bougie photos. Like, can we just get some real photos for once? You know, I'm just, I'm over it. So I can see people being frustrated at that. But again, now that you have mentioned this, I was not aware of that side of it. I want to go back and listen to it um, because I am interested in, you know, honoring, you know, black women and and their beauty and everything. But I will say it first listened to me when I heard that people were complaining about Kylie, not knowing the full story. Uh, I was a little like, are you kidding me? Like out of all the things in that video, you're mad at Kylie Jenner for popping in. Like that video is like very explicit in a lot of ways and in the lyrics and everything. But um, now I am interested to go back and and just listen to it. Yeah. And, and, you know, everyone's comfortable with like different levels of like imagery and stuff like that. But I do want to point out that the song is getting so much hype because if this is one of the first times that, well, first of all, it's amazing. Second of all, uh, it's one of the first times that like female rappers have had the ability to talk about their bodies the way that male rappers have been talking about their bodies for decades. So if you listen true, to literally true. 
you listen to some of the songs that from our childhood the lyrics are just as explicit but it's men talking about women as opposed to women talking about their own agency so if we're looking at it from that perspective it's like well there's we have a history of explicit music it just depends on who gets to talk about what and what kind of message that sends to you know if we're afraid to see children listening to it it's like well at least they're talking about their own sexuality as opposed to someone objectifying them uh, from another platform so that's my view on it you know we can all have different opinions about that but uh i was the same way as you where at first i was like oh come on like yeah we don't like kylie jenner but we've got a lot of stuff going on guys the post office is going under how am i gonna get my amazon deliveries um you know know what i will say that i did enjoy about it was that when cardi b came on to the platform you know there was this transition this awkward transition when eve was the female rapper and then Nicki minaj and then cardi b there seemed to always kind of be a little bit of like cattiness there um especially with the Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, like people started becoming divided and all of that. I do love that she welcomed, um, uh, God, now I'm blanking on her name. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, Megan. Yes. Yeah. I love that she welcomed her and I felt like they, like, I do like that angle. Like she was just like, listen, man, we're, we're two of the baddest in the game right now. Come on, you know? And so I do like that, that angle of it. Yeah, for sure. And even if they had like had beef before, there's so much precedent on the male rapper side for male rappers having beef beef with their like come up. So I don't know Mm -hmm. if we should brand it as catty when women do it necessarily. That's just kind of the game. But I do really appreciate her because there are so like few female MCs in the game. Her bringing her in and being like, hey, let's do this video together. Let's collaborate. Let's put out this song. I did see someone tweet and it made me very sad about it. It was like, we should all be in the club dancing to this song right now. And I was like, <laughs> you're right. And we cannot go there. We, and we should not go there, everyone. So that's, that's that hopefully my- one day, one day we can get back to normal. Maybe they'll hold on to um, playing this song for us once we're allowed to go out. And I say this as someone who hasn't been in a club in a very, very long time, even before we weren't allowed to. <laughs> But I'll go back for them. <laughs> Listen, every now and again, I like to fly out to LA and hit up a club for a weekend. And then I get it out of my system for the year. You know, you got to go honky tonk in uh, Nashville. Oh, no, 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 no. No, that we don't <laughs> do. That we do not do. <laughs> I love to honky tonk. I can't do it, but I have a hat. Um, so that's all you need. And, and some expensive boots that I've worn once. Oh, uh, I love the people that travel here and they, they deck awesome. out in their boots and their cowgirl hat. Or Listen, hat. they give you like seven drinks on Broadway and then they're right next to a boot shop. What do they expect you to do? Not buy boots? <laughs> <Right>. Crazy. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome, Nashville's economy. Um, yeah. <laughs> let's move on to some horrifying news about Simon Cowell over the weekend. The America's Got Talent judge broke his back in four places, came close oh, to being please. paralyzed while trying out a new electric bike at his house. Uh, he was rushed into surgery. They performed surgery for six hours and he is going to recover. Um, Howie Mandel said, but, uh, like what can I want to watch aches and places. I want to my back. Do we know the specifics of like how he actually hit and fell and and all that? Like I want to know. I was gonna say that that's like what I'm wondering is I want video of how this happened. Right. When I first read it, I, I just, I guess, 
because it was bike crash, I just, for some reason, jumped to motorcycle, right? Because, like, you mm-hmm. associate that more with, like, a crash. Um, and especially an injury as severe as this where you break your back. Um, mm-hmm. And then when I read that it was a, an electric bike, I'm now I'm just curious into what scenario, you know, he was in to, to where that bad of a, an injury happened. Well, I know. I mean, have you ridden a scooter? Those, like, little birds? Yes, and I. I now feel like I'm it does not to. take a lot of momentum. I feel like it does not take a lot of momentum. I'm not saying. I mean, I don't think it was one of those scooters, but like, it it does not take a lot of momentum to yeah. almost like have Side a bad injury from. Uh, not a fan of those things. Oh uh, my gosh! Did you have I, a bad I'm experience, not, Jameson? <laughs> I, not me riding them, but like as a person walking on a sidewalk. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'll never there's forget like when this, I. There's like this deep feeling inside of me where I just want to just clothesline everyone who drives by on one of those. Because they get really close. I won't do that because that's really, really mean and awful. But like, you know, (laughs) the feeling is there sometimes. You can emotionally clothesline them. (laughs) Yeah. James is each person that like passes by him. I was traumatized by those scooters because I wanted to try one out, but just for like a second. So I picked one up. And I was like, well, I'm not going to actually ride it. I'm just going to take it for a second. And the moment you get on one and you have not paid for it, it it's the loudest beeping noise ever. And everyone looked at me like I was an absolute scumbag trying to steal a scooter. I was like, I'm not. I need a little. I feel like you have to pay for it for it to even move. Yeah, well, Maybe. no. Well, this one just uh, shamed you. No. Um, so. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> well, listen, more I, effective. I'm, yeah, for real. For Simon, because those scooters scare me. I couldn't imagine like being on something other than that. That just, oh god. Yeah, well, and the crazy thing is, Howie Dip Mandel, he went on the Today Show yesterday, uh, Wednesday, and was talking about this. He said that after his surgery, like a day later, Simon is already up and walking around. Um, he was like, I wouldn't rule out seeing him in any of the live, uh, America's Got Talent show, huh. like wow. finals. So yeah, what? I was like, oh my gosh, Simon I mean, good what for a, him. Oh, yeah. Ass. That's impressive. Good for back him. Surgery, back surgery, you know, joke. No. Yes. It, no. Seriously. They inserted a rod and fused a bunch of parts of his spine is what he said, oh. which gives me the heebie-jeebies to say so sorry oh, if i just gave you the heebie-jeebies yeah today. it's one of those things where you like think of like nails on a chalkboard and you're just like oh, god. oh yeah, i well, just got goosebumps oh <laughs> oh god well, well I'm, I'm glad I'm, he's okay me too and the the kind of part that we get to witness because we know about that he tweeted out you know thanks for everyone's support and that kind of thing the part that we get to witness on america's got talent is uh, Kelly Clarkson is filling in for Simon Cowell on the panel, which I thought Kelly's was very ironic. Her, First of all, she's amazing. I want her to take Ellen's job, but contracts, that oh. probably won't happen. But, uh, you know, they got different networks and stuff. But uh, I, I just thought it was... friends. I love that to happen. I love I love Kelly Clarkson. I think she's amazing. She's delightful. But I just thought it was really funny that she took over Simon whenever he was the one who judged her on American Idol. It felt very uh, flipping the I have the tables of turn. Full full circle. (laughs) And I didn't know they were friends. Uh, She was saying that she was really happy to step in. I don't don't know if I was on American Idol. Yeah, girl, you know that? Hmm. No, if I was on American Idol and I got to meet Simon Cowell afterwards, I would just be like, mm, bye, and flip him the bird, <laughs> maybe. He is so mean to them. Yeah, he is really mean to them. 
I guess once you become one of the most successful singers ever, you know, you can let the wounds heal. Uh, They're friends. Yeah, yeah. I just, everyone loved her though in her first show, but she did. She put out a statement that made me laugh so hard. She goes, uh, no worries, America. Someone far wiser, cooler, and hotter is taking Simon's seat. The unbelievably amazing (laughs) Kelly Clarkson. You're welcome (laughs) in advance. I really liked that. (laughs) I love that so much. I love Kelly. I think, I mean, honestly, since she stepped in as um, a season judge on The Voice, and then Mm -hmm. they just kept asking her to come back, and then she got her own show. Like, I really think that that voice i don't know if they had already been in the works of talking about her own show prior to her becoming a judge on that voice i don't i don't know the yeah. contract details but from what it looked like as a viewer it it just seemed that she gained so much love and so much success from the voice after already having such a large fan base that they were like let's give this girl her own show she's that good you know and now she's stepping in for simon i don't know i just i'm rooting for kelly especially now with her going through you know, so much personal stuff and, you know. Right with her divorce I'm, from uh, yeah, Brandon Blackstock. Yeah. 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 Well, and so, she's delightful. I met an Uber driver once who said they met her and she was delightful. <laughs> too, so I'm. I love hearing those stories. Love that time. Right? Yeah. I met an Uber when driver they, one time. Like when they line up, like she's delightful, you know, uh, on screen, but also delightful in actual real life. That's. Yeah. That's when I went from a casual Kelly Clarkson fan to a stan because I was like, well, you know what? If you're going to be nice to my nice Uber driver, then you're probably a nice person in general. Yep. So yeah. Kelly good for Kelly fun. Clarkson. <laughs> Excited to see her sending Simon all the, the best wishes and healing. Yeah. I sounds like well, he, well, it sounds like he's already got it. If he's already standing <laughs> up and walking around after 20, I know hours. I thought he was gonna be like on bed rest for the next couple of weeks, but now he's just I, standing up. I would milk that so hard if I got back surgery. Everyone would have to do everything for me for like three years. So good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to an ad break real quick. And then we'll come back, talk about Teen Mom and Big Brother. Let's go! It's the most all-star studded challenge ever. And this time, it's every competitor for themselves. Best the Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply. All right, we are back and we are breaking down the new Teen Mom babies. There are two of them, guys. It is odd how they kind of go on a cycle. I feel like everyone has kids at the same time, which makes me mm-hmm. wonder if once one kid person has a kid, the other ones are like, whoop, I gotta get in there too. Whoop, gotta get a baby storyline uh, and respect because they're making a ton of money off of it. So uh, Chelsea Huska, whose last name is now like DeBoer, Chelsea Huska DeBoer uh, and her husband Cole DeBoer announced that they are expecting their fourth child just last week. They already know the sex, but they haven't told us yet. Uh, I'm excited for them because they seem to be genuinely kind of no, loving and healthy. I think it was a girl. Oh, did they say? Yeah, I think they had announced. I'm going to go double check on my phone. But yeah, I wrote a story. I think, yeah. Well, I, I was I'm, offline I'm going to this profile weekend. real quick. Okay, yeah, I think, this is riveting. I know. It's a, it is. I will say it's a lot to keep up with because, um, yeah, it's a girl. She had announced Oh, it's Instagram. a girl. Okay, well, good. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're going to add, they're having a girl. So they're going to have three girls, one little boy. Uh, They already have Aubrey, who is her 10 year old from her previous relationship. And then they have Watson, who I think is three at this point. And then uh, Lane, who is now two. Yes. So 
that will be four which for is, them. Well, I was going to say, which is when they had anticipated, I think she had mentioned sometime last year um, mm-hmm. in an interview that she wanted to have a child around the time that, that Lane was going to be turning to. So yeah. that was perfect. Uh, perfect for them, timing. So. I, I, I actually like I'm, I'm literally obsessed with her. I love that couple. I think that they're so sweet. <laughs> they get a lot of hate in the Teen Mom fandom because they're boring, but and no, they are they are like boring them. on the show. But that's how you know that they're healthy, normal people is because yeah. yes, they exactly. are boring. <laughs> I think that's why I like them because I'm just like, oh my god. Because I, I mean, I do obviously watch the show and and you know I love everyone I think they all bring a little something different to the table but when you deal with all the craziness it is kind of nice like once it turns to Chelsea's turn you're just kind of like oh, it's like the Hallmark movie like okay we can breathe yes. for just a second and then we gotta gear up for all the other drama you know yes even Chelsea's so. own dad I, he addressed in an interview a while back I just remember th- it because it was funny he was like yeah people call her boring I'm fine with that good it means I mean like raised <laughs> a sure child dad, he's okay with that <laughs> yeah <laughs> So I'm sure the, that, the most exciting part was her being 16 and pregnant and getting on that show. And then ever since then, I just feel like she's just like, I don't know. I love her husband too. Her husband's like the cutest, most supportive dude ever. Like, good for you, man. I know. I know. They're really sweet. Their family's super cute. Uh, I, you know, the only drama they have is with her ex and they seem yeah. to handle that really well as a family. Mm-hmm. So good for them. I'm hoping uh, that the season will get more pregnancy drama but not like too intense um but her baby in her baby announcement came right after kaylin lowry's fourth child was born so like i said it's like a cycle uh she gave birth to a little boy his name is creed um and that's a little bit more drama involved she and the father of creed who is the same guy as the father of her son lux uh it's chris lopez they don't get along. From what I understand, they've never gotten along. So that's always a lot of back and forth drama and uh, and it will play out on the next season of the show. But, uh, but the baby's very cute and she mm-hmm. filmed herself eating uh, or drinking rather the placenta. So I hear it's healthy, but oh God, that gives me chill bumps too. Yeah, I looked it up and I don't know anything about anything, but I was like, is that, or should you do that? It's a thing. Unclear. It's a thing. Kardashian did it. Yeah, I know people do it, but I was wondering if you should do it. And actually doctors advise against it. So I'm just saying, if you're listening, apparently there's some toxins in there that uh, are not awesome to digest. And this is coming from like the American Medical Association. So yeah. I don't know. People do it. Obviously, they're fine, but might want to might want to do some independent research on that before you do it. Uh, I was going to watch the YouTube video of her making it, but then I thought, uh, why would I do that to myself? And no, I didn't. no, no, <laughs> no, no, so, no, absolutely not. No. Uh, <laughs> Ew, it just like. <clears throat> but some people do. I mean, crazy things for health, and again, I don't know. It, I feel like there's always Listen, opposing views and when it comes to stuff like that. But I, I take like weird turmeric pills every morning that I guarantee don't do anything, but they're like 20 bucks a month. They do. Month, so. and they help with inflammation. Okay. I used to take them for my headaches. I can't now because of my heart, but I used to take them for my headaches and they, they killed the headache because I couldn't take Advil. They did something for me. So I'm just saying. Listen, just saying. I'm still taking them. So what do I, what do I know? <laughs> 
Uh, let's move on. So that new season is uh, going to come out in September. So we'll have mm-hmm. plenty to watch there. Lots of drama. Yes. Uh, let's move on to Big Brother because I'm fully invested in this season. <laughs> have you guys been keeping up? We've got the, the bummer about recording on a Thursday is the evictions are on Thursday nights. So we're up to the veto. We watched that last night. By the time you guys listen tomorrow morning, which is a Friday, or whenever you listen, we will be behind a little bit. So, you know, give us some slack there. That's just the recording schedule. Uh, but tell me, you guys keeping up? What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, you're watching? <laughs> I mean, obviously I'm watching. I do. I'm just really excited that it's back. And it's, I think that this is going to, I think it's going to be a good season. We got a lot of like good competitors. I think so too. I, I, so basically what we've, when we last left off, Cody was just the first HOH. Um, and then the show introduced the safety suite twist, which is going to be a lot of fun. So basically at any point in the next three weeks, any house guest can enter for a solo challenge. If they win, they and a plus one are safe for that week's nominations, but you can only do it once. So going into the safety suite is very strategic. Um, so Kesar and Have uh, they done Jen- the plus ones in the past? The safety suite's totally new. So that's that's like a new twist for this season. They've okay. done stuff that's kind of similar, but this is the first like that. And the plus one is definitely new. So uh, Cody was putting up KSR and Janelle's names because they're both strong players. They sensed that and they both went in um, and were, you know, saved themselves from nomination, but also kind of put a target on their back. Uh, but mm-hmm. obviously it was a good move because they weren't put up for a nomination. Instead, he uh, put up Keisha and Kevin because he hadn't connected with them on an emotional level, which I think is a interesting reason to put people up. There's probably something else behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and so, you know, uh, we had Enzo won the veto, kept things the same, and we're going to see if it's going to be Keisha or Kevin going home. I personally hope it's Keisha just because I really like Kevin. He was opening up about how he, he feels a lot of like social anxiety and how he feels that him not connecting with Cody is kind of hurtful for him on a past level based on just not connecting with people in the past and, and some, some bullying he experienced. So I'm like, how can you send yeah. that guy home? Come on. That's so sad. I know. I know. No, I agree. I am. Um, I don't know. I'm just real. I don't know. I feel like this is going to be a great season. Let's just speechless at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I good. Uh, I, I, did love that Cody's plan got screwed up right off the bat just because those really like dominant like alpha players. I feel like Cody's going to be a really annoying player. Yeah. (laughs) Like I'm kind of already like annoyed with him. I feel like he's going to be just an annoying player. Honestly. I know. That's kind of what I was going at. I like, I was like, well, they're like like, dominant players. You're like the annoying ones. I'm like, yes, that's actually what I meant to say. So thank you. Sorry. I just no, you're right. That's exactly. Usually, I, I hesitate to say stuff like that because you know I don't want to be mean or hurting anyone's feelings. But oh my gosh, it's yeah, big. Brother. I just gameplay. Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like he's just gonna be. He kind of already annoyed me. He reminded me yes. of. Um, I mean, hopefully, he's not gonna be like. Who was the guy that we didn't like from season? Jackson. Jack Jackson. Jackson. I feel like yeah. I see him. Not like hopefully not like in the the race way, but like yeah. just being that like. I don't know. I was just. 
too good for the other people around you kind of and yeah. feel like you're you should win things as opposed to working for it yeah so yeah uh yeah I, I i don't know we'll see with him maybe he can prove himself i don't watch his season so i'm unclear more about his personality uh i well, am a lot excited of these people to see- were from earlier earlier seasons like Yes. One person was like, I was on season four. And the other person was like, I was on season six. And I'm like, I was not watching them. <laughs> oh, I, I was a child. I wasn't allowed I was to a watch child back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to see, though, Tyler, who's one of my favorite players. I think I've said that in the past. Same. He made it so far in his season because he made final twos with basically everyone. And then that screwed him over. And that's why he got voted out. Or not voted out. That's why he didn't win. Um he's doing that again right off the bat and he acknowledged he goes oh man you know i really didn't want to do that but i am doing it again so he said he has a final two with almost everyone in the house and you just watch him you know back to back to back being like yeah absolutely you and me man you and me man and then going in the battle room and being like oh my god why do i keep doing this so that's kind of funny um and then nicole f i cracked up over her um her conversation with davon because she got really emotional. It was like, Devon, you changed my life because you were the last person to vote for me in Big Brother and you're the one who made me win. Where part of me was like, well, they pull the votes in whatever order. So the last Wasn't person. really me. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's kind of a group effort at that point, one might say. Either way, she was crying and hugging her, being like, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. And as soon as she left, Devon was like, uh, I don't trust her. She voted me out and I'm not, I am not here for her. And I thought that was very funny. So See, I don't know if, I don't know if it would be smarter to be in a group with almost everyone, kind of like what Tyler's doing, just kind of get on everyone's good side or, mm-hmm. cause I feel like it starts to change and then people start, I don't know. I, I, well, I honestly don't know what my strategy would be going in. I'm going to be honest with you. I think like, I just want to like, fly of, under the radar as much as possible. You got to find like a strong majority group that you agree in my view. I mean, obviously people win doing other things, but I think that I would find a strong majority group and then pick off everyone else. And then you turn on each other. And <laughs> yeah, that's what they <laughs> right? did in season 21. Like essentially. It was, style. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cause I feel like with Tyler, once one person reveals that they have an alliance with you and they say, wait, he has an alliance with me. Then people mm-hmm. start talking. Everyone turns on you because they think you're shady. But who isn't shady? It's Big Brother. It's a I mean, it's Big Brother. You have to be. Yes. I mean, you have exactly. to be at some point. I forget so. who it was. Someone was like, I just hate being lied to. And another person was like, why are you here? Why are you on Big Brother? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, welcome to what Big Brother is based upon. Exactly. I... I I'm just saying the season's good already. Very into it. Mm. I like the safety suite twist. Uh, and obviously it screwed up Cody's HOH plan right off the bat. Big for that. I am currently really big on Ian and Nicole teaming up for their millionaire club. Uh, Cause they're the only mm-hmm. two people who have won. I think first of all, great Alliance name B. I, I would love for there to be a two-time winner. I know we should maybe spread the wealth around, but I really like Ian, uh, Nicole too. Well, Nick, who, um, I'm blanking on her name. There was a two-time winner. She was the first person that was uh, featured when they were introducing the cast. I think it, Janelle was, I think uh, one of them was a two-time she, winner. No, because there's only two people who have won the million before. And, oh. But Janelle has played a bunch. She's, the, I believe she's the one who's spent the most time in the house. 
there's a girl i'm telling you there's a girl because she said that she had won twice but it had to have been well i guess you can sorry i this is also me just i'm letting my my truth shine on like how little i've watched big brother i really did not start until two years ago so don't judge me okay (laughs) <laughs> but anyway, there was a girl that won. I think it was maybe she came back for an all-star before years ago. I don't know. She won two times. And I'm like, this girl is a double threat to everyone because this girl knows a thing or two. But I also I'm, feel like people know that about her too. I'm about 100% correct that there's not a double winner. I, I, I'm like 99.9% sure, but there's I'm gonna not slack a double you. winner. No, no, no. I'm going to slack you. And- if you're right, I will... I, I want to pull this up know. on my computer. You're like, uh, there's a bet on the table. So there, there is a no, bet on the table. I wrote it down. Okay, I made notes. It's in my notes. I should bet. Yeah, bet a bet a pizza. <laughs> I'll bet. Yeah, I will order you a pizza if uh, if you're right. Yeah. Let's just. I'll bet you money for a pizza if. <laughs> exactly. I'm googling it really quickly oh, just so no. we can settle no, this I'm, right now. Okay, hold on. No, then I'm gonna pull up my notes. No. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, no one's done with it. us. Okay, no. so Janelle has not. Then then maybe I'm misunderstanding. Hold on. I Here's think you are. Episode one script. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Sorry, this is actually horrible podcasting. <laughs> has it just us talking? Has yeah. anyone Nicole, no, Nicole, Nicole. She that's what I'm talking as a about. two-time winner. Oh that's what I'm talking well, about. You okay. Victoria! <laughs> Victoria, pay that pizza. Okay, deal. <laughs> Never mind. I'm just going to stop. Oh my gosh. Now. This is yes. my lot. They're going to be like, we're kicking you off. This is done. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, we have to move on to pop culture picks. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm so bad with names. Oh, story of my life. Okay. Uh, wait, let's talk about our pop culture the picks of the week. Who wants to go first? <laughs> Jameson, you had one new Netflix show that you yeah. Jameson was about. way excited for this one. Yeah, I, so it's uh, Love on the Spectrum, and yes. uh, my wife and I started watching this at the beginning of the week, and I love the show. It's awesome. It's uh, the people. So I mean, it's obvious. I mean, it brings disability awareness uh, to light in an amazing way. Like very, very, um, you know, it's just so so like blisteringly real and genuine and it's like it just like it comes through you know with every single scenario that's presented and uh, you know it it like kind of yes it's reality television i guess but at the same time like it really is you're getting a real good shot into actual you know those actual realities which is which is pretty awesome wait wait, this come on because it's a dating show about uh people who are on the autism spectrum Mm mm-hmm Oh, I've heard of this. <gasps> and it's Australian based, I believe, because um, because everyone there is Australian. Um, but Very charming it, accents. Yeah, it's and they're and they are so nice and sweet, and it's just <sighs> so genuine. Um, and there's a guy on there named Michael. Michael, <laughs> he's the best. Michael is awesome. He is just like it. It makes you kind of self reflect and say, why do we bullcrap with everything mm-hmm. we say to each other? And because he's everything it is yeah. what he wants how he yep. feels he wears it on his both sleeves and it's just very direct with that uh very compassionate and caring um everybody on the show is and it's uh it's a pretty it's it's funny it's very real and it and it then becomes so you know reflective so i, I mm-hmm. love it it's a great show 
it's very good. It's, it, you know, it's all you, all you've said. So if you're looking for like a heartwarming, I was thinking of it like in the reality realm of Queer Eye, where it's like, this is reality TV, but it's not trashy in any way. And it makes you feel good. And it's kind of mm-hmm. light in that way. And they so. do a good job too. Like, I mean, they obviously, there's the dating piece of it where they get set up on dates and go on dates and have that those experiences but they also show the family life too uh, just as much with the parents and the family and stuff like that uh and it's it's very very uh you know uh, in you know enlightening to see all of those dynamics it's it's really good yeah yeah definitely wreck what about you victoria I was gonna say I had a conversation with a friend about that and they had recommended that show to me and I just haven't gotten around to watching it yet but they said wonderful things and oh, I, I have to go watch this this week now. Yeah, seriously. Um, my pop culture pick of the week, um, Ed Sheeran and his sweet little wife are expecting their first baby. Oh, so, so cute. Yes, I love that he is just has such a cute, like, that was the girl that he kind of brought into his stardom and his fame. And, you know, they just, I don't know. They're Isn't just her, a really good couple. She's got the cutest name. Isn't it like Cherry something? She's got the it, cutest name. Whenever I was writing about it. You're asking it, the girl who was arguing with you earlier on Big Brother. So I don't. <laughs> hold on. I'm pulling it up. Name blindness. Yeah, <laughs> Cherry Seaborn. Cherry. I'm so bad with names, guys. Like, let's just preface it that as well. I just remember reading about it and it was like, Cherry. I was like, of course Ed Seaborn is marrying this girl named Cherry. That's perfect. They're so I cute know. together. Adorable. So I, I'm just Can't excited. I... I went to a concert um, of his a long time ago. It was years ago. And he like was gushing over his wife. I think at the time they were not married just yet. They were just together. um, Because this was, I mean, years ago. And he absolutely just gushed over her. And I was like, oh my God, please just stay together and get married and have babies and just be a cute couple. And they are. And so I'm happy for them. And it makes, it warms my heart. Aww, we need that in 2020 okay <laughs> we do need that in 2020 i have a double this week guys Ooh. i know sorry this is already a long episode the one will just be quick uh bindi Irwin is pregnant which yes. is her and her husband chandler powell got married in march uh they got married in the australia zoo because of quarantine and her oh. brother robert walked her down the aisle quote unquote because they were at a zoo uh and that's so cute it makes me feel ancient because i remember her being a child when i was not yes. really a child but also very happy for their family and uh then my second one is i got to talk to angela kinsey who was angela on the office i'm such an office fan i know everyone is and i know that liking the office is not a personality trait don't come for me but uh <laughs> i love her I talking to her she's just as delightful as she is on Office Ladies in the podcast, which is so much different, you know, than her her personality on The Office, the show. And She's a cat lady, her. too. She is, and so am I. We didn't talk about cats, yes. but I should have, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I talked to her about time. cats one time. Get her amazing. back on the phone. I need to talk I know. about cats. Yes. Uh, but no, so we talked about um, the podcast and her, she and Jenna Fisher have been doing together. And she was saying that, you know, after they finish recapping the office, which is in three years, um, she says, if anyone really wants to hear us still talk at that point, maybe they would consider doing another podcast afterwards. So fingers crossed. Hopefully <laughs> in three years, when I don't remember this conversation that we've had anymore, uh, come back and, and someone tell me to, to look out for this. <laughs> <laughs> I love right. that. She's awesome. 
She is awesome. I love all these awesome people. Wait a second. Wait the week, guys. This is a good <laughs> podcast. Yeah. It is. It made me feel good about our life. Uh, so don't forget to follow Pop Culture to come. We've got all your up-to-date news. We've got Facebook. I'm on Twitter at Anna Rumor. And I'm at Jameson G. Brown. And I'm at V. McGottamy. And drop us a rating, review, subscription, Apple Podcasts, Thanabay, Stitcher, kind of wherever, you know, at this point. Uh, and we'll talk to you next week. The chilling new original docuseries on Paramount+. Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. She's a can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.